Have you ever had one of those days where you thought the entire world was sitting on your shoulders? Have you had a day like that perhaps this morning while you're listening to the world's greatest podcast? And of course, I'm talking about Live a Life by Design. Hey, I'm Jimmy Williams, your co-host this morning. And we have a lady with so much talent. Her name doesn't even have to be mentioned, but I'm going to. This is Miss Lori Few joining me this morning as co-host. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, everyone. Lori is the queen of what I call calmness. And today I'm going to ask for her input. <laughs> I'm wow, going to ask starting, for... Woo, we're starting off with a little light lie this morning, Jimmy. No, no, I just stretched the truth. I didn't lie. That's what they say in politics. <laughs> I stretched the truth. Stretch no. the truth. Hey, good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining Lori and I. We're going to have a few moments here to discuss something that's been going on in both of our worlds in some form, and we've taken opportunities to help reduce, shall we say, the collateral damage. And yes, I'm talking about something that's often out of our own control, but how we can take back control of the situation. And I will tell you, this is that five-letter word, chaos. You know, just like, Lori, do you remember those, uh, what show was it? Was it Get Smart or one of those nice shows back in the 60s or 70s? They had an evil empire and it was called Chaos. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> that's what I always think of when I see that word. So, hey, I got to ask you a question now, Lori. So we're going to take this kind of an interview process today because Lori is just so, so knowledgeable in this area. And uh, so I want to ask a few questions. So let me ask you. What do you deem as chaos versus just the world's ordinary day? Oh, goodness. Well, I, I it's hard because I, I, in my experience in life, in my all of well, 29 years plus, we'll just Absolutely. go with that this morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think there's a, it, it's the pre and post world of COVID. So pre um, COVID chaos was probably just your run-of-the-mill average day where you have multiple things going on. Um, Post-COVID, chaos takes on a whole different term because we learn, I, I feel like we learned how to deal with it a little bit better because we had to pivot and we had to, you know, alter our plan of thinking, our plan of attack, our way that we were, you know, going to tackle things. And so, oh, I, but, you know, I, I'm that type of person. I... And this is going to sound terrible, and I don't know. Uh, probably there's a better way to say it, but I thrive in chaos. I, I do, I, and I not in a negative way, but I just do better in situations where I know that there's something on the line, or there's something I've got to accomplish, or there's multiple things happening all at the same time. I love a good challenge, and I'm a good multitasker. I think everybody has that multitasking tool in their toolbox. Um, some people just need to you know, work. It's kind of like a Swiss Army knife. We each have um, prongs of that Swiss Army knife that we use really well and others that we don't. Like, I don't understand the can opener part. <laughs> but <laughs> You never were in the Girl Scouts, apparently. No, okay, no, but I think of it as that. I think of chaos as kind of like a Swiss Army knife. It has multiple layers, multiple facets, but it's all about how you use those in harmony and trying to get all the things accomplished to settle down the chaos. I laugh because my my name, I actually have a, a, a name on my door and it says my name and under it, it says chaos coordinator. And so a lot of people that I work with refer to me as that affectionately, I hope, uh, because they think I'm good at handling the chaos. Um, but that's, oh, it, it's a, it'll get you if you're not 
on top of things, I will say that. So so I've got to ask the chaos coordinator. Folks, did I not tell you this lady is <laughs> really the queen of knowledge on this chaos? So, so I've always it. just been that way. I so don't know. How, I mean, I think as a kid. Yeah. How do you thrive, though, in chaos? So and I'm just the opposite. So I would say I can take stress levels, heightened levels of performance needed in sports or getting a deadline met. But but chaos, chaos to me means that somehow in the world, my plan of action, I either failed to plan for, failed to create, failed to document, failed to communicate, something happened. And now I just have the powers that be are on top of me and I've got 14 things pulling at me. That's just to me chaos. How do you thrive in that? Now, I know women are superhuman beings. I get that. I've been married <laughs> to one. Multitask- multitaskers, obviously. Um uh, Tell me how you thrive in that, though. Well, I think it's about tackling it. I love to like when there's multiple things going on and there's chaos all chaos all around. And I think that, of course, I we departmentalize too. like during the day, the chaos of your job. So you strategically outline, okay, these are the things. And a lot of times it depends on when it's due or when, you know, it's coming up. So you prioritize those things. And I'm a big list maker and a check you know, checking the boxes. I mean, if you hear me during the week say, oh, today I'm just checking the boxes. It's because I've got a lot going on, but I know that I've prioritized them in the area that I need to. That doesn't necessarily mean they always stay that way, um, depending on, you know, where you're going and what you're doing. But I love a good challenge. Like I, I, I just, I feel like for me, it's when I'm on top of my game. I'm hyper-focused. I deal with a lot of moving parts. I deal with a lot of moving people. Now in chaos, that's, positive versus negative. I mean, if you're looking at chaos and and checking those boxes and getting those things done in a positive, it's all leading to positives. I mean, that's kind of like almost like an adrenaline junkie. Like I'm driven to see that positive result at the end. So I'm like, yes, let's tackle this. Let's get it done. On the other side to that, if it's a chaos that's negative, there's always a sense of dread or angst or, um, you know, sometimes tears, not going to lie. Like it could be that for whatever reason. Um, But once you kind of tackle it and start going down the list of, okay, here's what I have to do. These are my responsibilities. Ultimately it falls to me, you know, there, as you eloquently always say, weeping and gnashing of teeth, um, you know, that that's the other side of it. it. There's a positive and a negative. And it's funny to me, though, that a lot of us that aren't good at dealing with chaotic events, uh, maybe I say dealing with them, coping with them might be the better term for a lot of us. Those kinds of instances, when they arise, are there some things you do to kind of get your mindset, get your frame of mind, whatever term we want to use around this particular set of facts that you have to accomplish? Oh, I definitely think it's a mindset. Do you like spit in each hand right before you get in the batter's box, rub them together and get that bat no, in hand? Or, oh, okay. Listen, 90% of the people I work with, when I do, uh, when I speak to a group of people that I work with, and I work with a lot of people, I always say the first thing you need to say to me in the morning is, Lori, have you had your coffee? <laughs> Again, <laughs> the folks, answer. the coffee addiction is real. It is it real. Is real. Um, I was gifted this week, in fact, a coffee mug that says I am in a committed relationship with coffee. <laughs> Her husband does not know this, folks. Do not leak this out. Uh, but, you know, I mean, that that's the thing. I um, I definitely am caffeinated first. So for your safety and for mine. Um, but for mindset, it's all about whatever the goal is that because I do work with a lot of people. So I know that in my mind, if I am getting myself prepared mentally and just taking a beat and taking a breath, and sometimes it's even writing something down or, you know, 
looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, okay, I can do this. I've got this. What do I need in order to accomplish that? And most of the time, it's not just me. It's multiple other people that I have to stop and think, okay, you know, got to call this person, need to call this person, need to set up a meeting. I can't, you know, there are some things that you can't accomplish alone. And I think that that's you of all people can understand that because you've built yourself a great team. I think that when you have a great team and a set of players that you can assemble almost like your own, um, Oh, forgive me. I'm, I'm blanking. Um, Marvel superheroes assemble, you know, when you have those kind of people, the Avengers, the Avengers, that's it. Yes. yes, Ah, Okay. I knew you would get there. Uh, but those are the people that you go to when you have chaos and they are the ones that help you get your mind in the right direction and help that, you know, to get the wheels moving so that you can accomplish what you need to accomplish. You know, it's funny you said that. A lot of people say I look a lot in real life like Captain America, but mainly from the neck down. I mean, you're just the body, <laughs> the, the massive pecs, massive chest, yeah, massive uh, muscles in the biceps. You know, that, that. but anyway, just those areas. I digress. Uh, I, want to, <laughs> uh, I think I look more like the Hulk some days. I turn green because I'm irritated about something, but no. So, so you know, one thing I do, though, you're going to laugh, and we have some chaotic events that come up, but I will tell you, I do my big three every morning before. I ever get into what I consider the chaotic environment, right? The the office place. So before I get there, I've got my big three. Now I set them the night before and I go, these are the three most important things I have to do tomorrow. Guess what happens typically when you get to the office? I like to get there a little early so I have that little bit of alone time, kind of get yeah. settled in and get things prepared, right? Look over my big three, know I got everything I need to get them done. And then when that door opens and you have, you know, sometimes you have people that get their appointments wrong. And so like today we had one double booked. Okay. Uh, so yeah. And it's crazy. Yeah. We, it's crazy, but we didn't book them. We had an appointment and accelerated their appointment when someone didn't show like two weeks earlier. So we took them off our calendar. They didn't remove from their calendar, which was okay. So we accommodated them and made it work. But, um, our new DFI director of first impressions, Anna came to me and she goes, Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. We've got someone here that's shown up without an appointment. And now you're a person with your appointments out in the parking lot. She called and said, she's on her way running late. I said, breathe. This is okay. (laughs) Yeah. We're not replacing kidneys or hearts or lungs here. This will be okay. Um, look on the database. We always track their finest coffee, what their favorite snack is. We, Get her whatever she may need, get whatever coffee she likes, make her comfortable, and we'll go toward this as we should. We'll tackle it one person at a time. And it was so funny. She looked at me and she goes, how do you do that? And I said, because my big three, I've got these three things I've got to yes, do today. Yes, those are the priorities. So so to tackle this chaos, to overcome it, to me, means you got to have a plan. And when you yes. fail to plan, you know, the chaos comes in. Wouldn't you think? No, absolutely. And I think that having the plan is a great start, but knowing in the back of your mind that sometimes the plan takes a detour. And that's one of my favorite statements. And I say it quite frequently. Um, I love movies and life sometimes plays out like a movie. And I always yell when something goes wrong, just yell plot twist and move on. Yeah. (laughs) Because sometimes you don't have time to adjust the plan. You just have to keep going with what you have. Today's episode of Live a Life by Design is brought to you by the Life Plan Builder, a new online financial planning platform for young professionals who wish to create and gain control of their finances in a simple yet powerful manner. Go to www.compasscapitalmgt.com or call 918 918- 
423-3222 for more details on this new platform. You will be glad you did. Now, back to the show. Registered Principal Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer member FINRA SIPC. Jimmy J. Williams is an investment advisor representative of Compass Capital Management LLC, a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Compass Capital Management LLC are not affiliated. 321 South 3rd Street, Suite 4, McAllister, Oklahoma, 74501. You know, absolutely. But here's the thing, though, that a lot of people do. They panic first and think second. And I always Mm. try to caution them to say, like you thought of, hey, plot twist, Stop for a minute, gain your faculties for a minute, even though you may be overcome by all these things happening around you, and say to yourself, what would Jimmy do? And when you say that. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I have used that. I WWJD. Honest. I have used that. Um, There have been a a couple of times where I've thought, now, hang on. Hang on a second. Jimmy and I have talked about this. What would Jimmy do? (laughs) You know, you're going to laugh. I am. And I will say this. I am, am not in. Anyway, on an autistic spectrum, I'm not making fun of those people, but I am saying to you, because they do suffer from that, but I am telling you, as a person that's very good at focusing, I just Mm -hmm. sometimes ignore all of that noise and chaos around me to get my big three done. And people look at me and go, are you not even on the same planet as us? Look what's going on. You're that uh, that meme of the little dog that's standing there next to the burning trash can when the world is on fire. And it says, it's fine. It's all fine. It's fine. That's you. That's me. Well, I've got a T-shirt that says, (laughs) I'll check back in when I'm ready. Uh, Anyway, so, uh, you know, that's a T-shirt. That's good. I like (laughs) it. So, you know, but on a serious note, I do believe we possess, and I mean we all, everyone has a brain. Everyone on the planet has the ability with that brain to either do one or two things. You have the right to fight or the right to flight. Literally, those are the only two things that our brain does for us. Our brain is nothing more than the protective mechanism that says, keep the body that's got me housed here safe. Because I'll tell you, yeah. you know, because keep in mind when the uh, days of the dinosaurs, right? And the cavemen and all that, what'd your brain say? Okay, you can't outrun the saber-toothed cat, Jimmy. You got to hide. You got right. So fight or flight. And so I think a lot of times, though, we don't stop to give our brain that chance to really know the facts. We simply say, oh, my goodness, here's two people in the office at the same time. And she's a younger, young, uh, younger professional. So she's she's kind of gaining this. But it was so funny. After this all happened, I went up to her and I did a little bit of after action review. Now, to me, Laura, that's simply going up to someone and saying, OK, what happened? How did it happen? Why did it happen? What can we do differently next time? And she said, I got this. She said, how it happened? Somebody thought they had an appointment they didn't. I'd have not known about it. There was nothing I could do. I said, yeah, you're right. You answered. That's great. But I said, the answer now to the next question is, you got the how and said, I didn't know, but the why. Why do you think it happened? And she said, well, I don't know the answer to that. And I said, let me tell you the why. The why is because we all have to be tested as to whether or not we're going to maintain our composure in times that are lacking the elements of composure. And she looked at me real funny. She goes, are you going to use another one of those long statements on me? She said, I need to write that down. And I said, Anna, here's all I'm saying to you. You did great, but just take a deep breath and go work what you already know in the process. We plan this Mm -hmm. all the time, work on it. It's just like a doctor's office. Now, do you enjoy going to your doctor's office early? Cause I get early. I'm there early. Me too. I I do not like to wait though. Nope. Beyond my appointment time, more than about 10 minutes. And you're going to laugh. And people go, hmm, well, that's not very long at a doctor's office. I'm usually the first appointment of the day. I will get mm-hmm. up at four in the morning to be that first appointment. 
Now, I agree why, with you. I'm why do you saying. think? Why do you think I do that? Well, probably for the same reason that I do, because one, if you're the first appointment, you're, there's a lot less likely to be delay. Yes. And don't laugh. There's always that one person in front of me, if I'm not the first one, that has multiple comorbidities that <laughs> <laughs> goes in there. <laughs> Doc, I'm here to see these 18 things I have going on. I'm like, oh, come on. You know, anyway, yeah. it's so funny uh, that uh, I've just always been that way. At the first flight of the day at the airport, I want to be on the first mm. one. I don't care if it's 5 a.m. Yeah. I want to be right. on the first one. Why? Because it's a system. So if you know chaos starts at a certain time of the day or with certain facts that happen, for example, you're the third or fourth flight of the day and it's bad weather and so forth, mm -hmm. you know, you're going to probably see some delays in your travel, right? So always think ahead. So that's why I'm like Lori, which I learned from her this, first one to the doctor's appointment, first one to the airport. I'm first at everything I can be first at when it comes to my day. I was going to say, there are a lot of things that I can't be first at, um, but if there are things in, within my control that I could be first at, I'm definitely going to do it. We had an employee in our office that literally, I don't know what time he would arrive at work, but he was determined that he would be the first one at work every single day. And so I thought, well, I can't let this person outdo me. And so I started getting to work like five or 10 minutes early and he was still there. Like, I was like, come on, how is this happening? And he said, I, that is my mission. I want to be the first one in the office because I want to set up my day and it, it makes me calm and it makes me collected and I have a chance to have quiet and I never figured out, and he would never tell me, I, I I almost accused him of sleeping in the office so he could be first in the office. And he was the last person to leave. And I, I would say, goodness, like, just don't you want to go home? You've probably been here forever. You, you know, no, he said, I am, I'm the leader of this office. Uh, I take it very seriously. And I want to make sure that everyone else has the opportunity to go home and finish their day. And then I will make sure everything is okay before I leave. Now, so, see, unlike me, though, a good leader has the traits of showing the leadership by leading from the front. Now, unlike that gentleman or lady, I don't know who that is, but I like to get there first thing. I like to be the first one there because before the day starts, phone ringing, teams messages ringing in on your computer, you know, you just get the day started. But I leave earlier than people because I want them to know as a good leader, I'm going to show them the way out the door. See, that to me is a great <laughs> Hey, I get there early. I get to leave a little early. And particularly if the weather's good and the country club's got the golf course open. Now, see, that's the well, important thing. we are Priorities. having some really, really, really nice weather right now. <laughs> so I cannot fault you for that. Now, did you know, and I mean this, chaos can show up anywhere, Lori. And I'm going to bring this to a close in just a second. But chaos can be anywhere. And let me tell you why it shows up at some of the most crazy places for me. For example, chaos can show up for me on the golf course. Okay, you're going to have to elaborate on that. And I'm not much of a golfer, but golf seems to be the most relaxing thing you could do. Well, you would think that, wouldn't you? So, you know, whoever designed this game way back, I think Native Americans started this way back hundreds and hundreds of years ago, and the Scottish picked it up and, and took off with it with that. But I will tell you, golf to me is a game I love one moment, and I can just basically disregard the next so my game's that way so i'm, when I'm on relationship yes yes thank you and i can show up one day and just feel in the zone man and i'll be stroking that ball well hitting it where i want it to go and so forth putting great and then i can show up the next hole and it'd be totally obtuse i mean i don't know 
Okay, and, I and can so see that. My playing buddies I play with are these kinds of people that never show excitement. They're like every shot, well, okay. And then they get up and tee off. <laughs> they don't say that was ugly or that was a great shot. It's just like, well, okay. And then they go on. So that leaves you in that realm of thinking, well, are they bragging on me or are they making fun of me? I don't know what they're doing. But anyway, so chaos to me can show up anywhere. I, I, you know, I think that's true. I, I, but I hope it doesn't show up very often in your downtime or your off time. Cause that's just, that's no fun. Well, it does. As I said, I often get, you know, people look at me too, and they think Brad Pitt. And so I can't show up at some of the resorts. I show up wearing my speedo because when I do that, people just think that creates Brad, chaos, Brad Pitt, that's chaos. People won't let that's me relax. Chaos. I want to read my book, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and Brad Pitt, if you're listening, we appreciate you, sir. But, uh, yes. you know, the only reason I pick him is because he's uh, very close to me in hair color. Uh, so oh. anyway, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> at least he is this month. I don't know what color he's going to be next month, but Hey, <laughs> Let's do one thing before we close with our challenge. We want to, on a, on a moment of seriousness, just say life is not always easy, but life allows us to make things easier if we have the right mindset when we're confronted with those things out of our control. Wouldn't you say that'd be a good quote? I think that is absolutely the truth. It's it's an interesting scenario that we use the word chaos. We can use a lot of other words to define emotions and experiences Chaos doesn't necessarily have to be a negative. Again, I think the pendulum swings there. It can go positive or it can go negative. But the main thing to remember is it's all about how you choose to look at it. It's all about perspective. It's all about thinking. And like Jimmy said, fight or flight. So sometimes you just have to harness your power and go straight head on into it. And you, you'll you be fine. I promise it will be okay. It will be. I got to tell you, <laughs> we've had chaos in our bed. And, and uh, let me explain. Okay. Well, Hang let me explain. On. Now, let me explain before your mind runs amok. Here we go. <laughs> uh, I was sleeping restfully, and our a younger daughter has a puppy, and he is just like all over the oh. place. But he's a jumper. He's a cavapoo. You've heard me mention Casper before on this podcast. He is a lover. He's not a fighter. So he just wants to greet everybody and lick them and <laughs> kiss on them and all. Well, I'm lying in bed. She comes home one evening late. Uh, her mother knew. I didn't realize I went to bed early. And so I'm lying in bed and I left my door open to my bedroom just enough, apparently to get his little hairy body through it. He <laughs> jumped up and scared, jumped right in the middle of my chest and scared me oh. to death. I was in a deep sleep and starts doing this licking and jumping around on the bed and doing his zoomies. We call it, you know, those zooms in a circle that they do. <laughs> I mean, blankets are going everywhere. I'm like, what is going on? And meanwhile, my family is just laughing because I have awakened from this deep sleep. <laughs> Hair sticking up all over my head that now, I'm sure. That is a whole new chaos. That was a chaos I felt out of control. But anyway, I uh, digress yeah. again. <laughs> so no, I did the best thing. we're not going for out of control chaos. We're going to try to control it. I just wrapped him in a blanket and made him lay down by me and we went to bed. That's just how that works. <laughs> Lord, get... he was ready to do that. Uh, no, he wasn't. He got back up oh. in a few minutes. Oh, okay. But, you know, you do your best, you know. You try yeah. So our challenge for this week, Lori, is this. When we see you, uh, we have a chaotic situation begin to brew in our lives. Stop for a few moments. No, you didn't plan for it, but you have within you the power to take control of the situation, at least to the extent that you can take the chaos and minimize, if not eliminate it. So this week, Lori, what's the big challenge from you? 
this week, you're going to face chaos. It's just a fact of life, but it's all about how you choose to look at it. So embrace your positive chaos, embrace your negative chaos, and live a life by design. By design. <laughs> you can get a complete transcript of today's show online at livealifeby.design. If you like the show, please tell your friends and family about it. Also, we would be very appreciative if you would leave a review of the show wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been a Life Master Key production. The program is copyrighted by Jimmy J. Williams and Company, all rights reserved. Our production assistant is Amy Cotton. Our intern is Brindley. Brindley.